Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 142 of the Audible Farm Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. I'm drinking a cup of Couchtown Coffee right now. No, really, I actually am. Uh, it's my favorite coffee. I drink it every morning, and as I'm recording this, I'm actually drinking coffee in the afternoon. So I drink Couchtown Coffee pretty much whenever I feel like it, every morning for sure. But if you want to find out why it's my favorite coffee, go to CouchtownCoffee.com, find a coffee you like, and make an order. And because Couchtown Coffee is so awesome, they'll give you 20% off. All you have to do is say, hey, Audible Farm sent me here, and I I just have to try this coffee. I've actually been uh, taking some of my personal stash at Couchtown and uh, divvying it out to some of my friends to let them try it out here and there. And I've had a couple people say, you know, this is actually really good. I'm going to order some for myself. So hopefully they did because I'm not sharing any more with them. No, I'm just kidding. Check it out, though. CouchtownCoffee.com. They'll roast coffee for you, specifically for you, and ship it to your house. Doesn't get much easier than that. Thanks, Couchtown. This episode, I'm sitting down with the wonderful youngster, Owen O'Brien. I met Owen at a jam night, and, um, you know, he's, he's in his teens, and he's probably one of the best bassists I've ever seen. Uh, that's that's not an exaggeration at all. Uh, the kid is just an absolute monster on the bass, and and we sit down and talk about it, and it's pretty fun because it's like, how does how do you get so good? Well, I play a lot. Well, that seems to be the the common response when I ask people how they got good at their instrument. But to say Owen's good might be a little bit of an understatement. The kid is just an absolute monster on the bass, and it's really fun because the two of us get to play with Jesse Wilson music now and then. And it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things I just think to myself, I, I don't know wh- how I got this lucky to be afforded these opportunities, but uh, Owen has become one of my, my buddies as of late. You know, he's, he's just such a goofball. He's quick-witted. He's, he's great at the bass. Uh, I like seeing him at shows, and I like, I mean, that's the other thing is he goes to shows and hangs out and watches other bands play too. He just really enjoys music, you know, and I, I wish I had the drive that he had when I was his age, but... You know, I, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm almost doubled his age, and I'm probably about half as good at, at playing instruments as, as he is. Maybe not even that good. You know, this, this kid, like I said, he's an absolute monster. If you don't believe me, go to a jam night sometime. Go check out a Jesse Wilson show sometime. You got to see this kid play live. It is absolutely insane. So uh, let's, let's let the conversation take place here. So without further ado, it's episode 142 with Owen O'Brien. It's the Audible Farm Podcast. Your host, Peter Stockdale. Today I'm sitting down with Owen O'Brien. And Owen, I met you, actually, I actually met you at Jam Nights. Yes, you did. Um, Believe it or not, I meet a lot of people there. You know? <laughs> I'm sure that's probably where you met most of your musicians. That is where too. I met most people. It's it's a fun place to do that. Um your grandpa, though, Tracy Ernst, um, probably afforded you quite a few opportunities to meet some musicians, though, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he would always take me out to anywhere, you know, like sneakers or shiny top, and he introduced me to Jeremy Ober and mm-hmm. Chris Carr, and I'm like, who the hell are these guys? Yeah, these guys are legends. These guys look cool. Yeah. That, honestly, like, uh, Jeremy and Chris were, like, two of the first people I ever met in the music scene, and, uh, I mean... Chris owned a guitar shop, and before that, he worked at a different guitar shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is probably when you were really young. You mm-hmm. might, you know. Um, but yeah, Four Dodge Music Center. I don't know if you remember that place being a thing. No, I I know he worked at Guitar Center. Yeah, but I don't know where that last place was. Yeah, uh, Four Dodge Music Center. It was like just over the bridge. Um, 
I guess it'd be on the west side. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's it's <laughs> it's a computer shop now. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I remember. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing Chris Carr in there. If I'm not mistaken, otherwise maybe I am mistaken. But I'm pretty sure that's right. But uh, well, he's worked at a lot of music places. Yes, and he's been around a lot. Yeah, until he finally started yeah. his own music he place, which settled was, in and yep, eighth note became a thing. And yep. And I'm not sure exactly how that's going because that kind of went downhill with COVID because you couldn't really op- yeah. keep the shop open, you know. And... It's like an appointment only thing now. There you go. All you right. You know, you make an appointment, then he'll show up and get you whatever you need. I mean, I've drained him of all of his bass strings. And <laughs> he's pretty much out. Yeah, so you know. Jeremy was saying he's like, I like one type of guitar strings, and I've pretty much bought all the ones Chris had. So <laughs> I just bought all of them. Yeah, yeah I experimented. Oh, nice. I, I mean. I mean, I've spent a lot of money there. <laughs> yeah. Probably unhealthy for my age to spend that much money there. Well, well, no. I mean, let no. me put it this way. When I was your age, the mo- things I spent money on was probably a lot worse. I mean, <laughs> let's just say I spent a lot of my money on soda and candy. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> so, um, but you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against that though. You know? No, no, definitely not. Um, but yeah, that's really cool that like, uh, I never actually got to meet your grandpa too much, Tracy. Mm-hmm. I, I met him a couple times. And that's like, I hate to say I've only met him a couple times, but I only did meet him, I'd say less than five times in my entire life. I mm-hmm. saw him play a few times, but I was always just like, I'm nervous. I don't want to talk to this guy. He's oh, good. Oh, you're nervous. You know? <laughs> Dude, believe it or not, I am. Like, I, like I, we were talking earlier today. I was just like, I used to be super, super confident. Just like, right. I'm the man. Yeah. And then the more I got in the scene, I was just like, I am not <laughs> the man. I'm a man, but the other are men. Yeah, you they're know, so like manly. They're, they're the manliest of manly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was just like, all right. And then I just kind of started hanging my head down. I was just like, all right, I'll, yeah. I'll just be like, hey guys, you know, you're good. But you get up there, you know, I mean. It took a long time for me to get the guts yeah. to actually get up there. Though. Well, these people used to be shy. Like Chris Carr used to be really shy, he told me. And and uh, he told me he was, I think it was he was singing when he was young and he wouldn't sing into the mic. And this oh. guy he was playing with, he's like, you sing into the mic or I'll get someone up here who does want to sing. <laughs> and that kind of like pushed him. And now, you know, Chris is a legend around here. Oh, yeah. Sings like a bird. <clears throat> Absolutely. And then, you know, Jeremy Ober and, and you know, all of those guys. And, you know, Caleb Ferry is probably one of the best drummers I've ever seen. Yeah. Chris Carr is a, a really good drummer. Yeah, actually, yeah, that, <laughs> that's, how Chris, that's how Chris got started, actually, was playing drums as far yep. as I know. So uh, it's so weird. There's so many drummers that switch to guitar afterwards uh-huh. you know um mm-hmm. i guess some of it is like you just got to bust out from behind the kit you know well yeah i mean you're sitting all the time you know maybe you want to try something standing up yeah but it's still a lot of energy i'm sure you know they're always bathing in sweat yeah afterwards and um i've been taking drum lessons because i really want to learn and it's a pain on the foot dude yeah I mean, my foot hurts it's an exercise yeah i learned quickly when i started playing drums and i'm not good i never took lessons but like if your posture is bad when you're playing the drums it's just like the wrong parts of your body hurt when you're done you know it's like this part of my hips hurt and it's like why do you (laughs) why do your hips hurt when you're playing you know it's like you gotta have good posture and it's it's all just core muscles for the Mm -hmm. most part and i never really i don't know i should take lessons but uh unfortunately i I've never taken a lesson in my life. So just for drums, just for anything, honestly, (laughs) I've I've never taken a guitar lesson. I've never taken. Yeah. They make me nervous. Why is that? Cause you know, you know, if, if someone's teaching you and I get like, let's say, you know, I'm walking, Mm -hmm. I can walk fine on my own. But if someone told me walk in a straight line, I'll fuck up. Oh yeah. You know? And, 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 um, 
you know, if someone's giving me a guitar lesson, you know, they're like, put your fingers here or do this. And I'm like, where, where am I supposed to put yeah. them, man? And Only like, use this finger yeah, on yeah, the yeah, G yeah. string seventh fret. And you're just like, yeah. I feel like you should find your own technique. You That's know? very true. By, I mean, there's so much stuff on the internet now, Yeah. but there's nothing wrong with taking lessons, you know, like, you know, Jeremy gives lessons and it's good for some people because they can ask questions yeah. that you can't ask to a YouTube video person. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, that's one of those things where, um, I mean, I was talking about being shy, you know, when I was younger, I was like, I'm the greatest. And then when I realized there's other people that are better than me, it's just like, I was just like, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm just going to hide. I'm just going to, yeah. just going to slouch down and not do anything, you know? And I think that's one thing about, um, we're going to try and tie all this together. So Jeremy gives lessons to a kid named, uh, Eric mm. and Eric yeah. comes to jam nights and yeah. he's, he's a little bit shy, mm. but I don't think he realizes that he's probably a better guitar player than I am. He's really good. He, he unleashes sometimes, you know, Yes. you know, like, like when he's a jam night, he'll, he never really gets up there and improvises that much, but when he does, he yeah. really gets into it. And he's really good. He's he's doing a lot of stuff with his own band, um, Sunley Hollow. Yep. Um, and he's you know his first show. He was a little shy, but he pulled it off pretty well. Yeah. And uh, he even opened for Brutal Republic for a yes for a show. So which is cool because I've never done that. Yeah, so. I've never done that either. You know. So. <laughs> but I think that's one of the things where like. Uh, it's some of that like peer pressure, like people are around you and you're like, I don't want to do bad. And people are staring mm, at me and they're going to laugh yeah. if I play a wrong note or something. Cause I, I mean, hell, I'm 33 and I still have that issue. Mm. So it's like, eventually you're just like, eh, I don't care. I don't care. Who cares if I mess up? You yeah. Know? These people don't know what they're doing anyway. Yeah. I always just laugh it off. It's just like, <laughs> this is too funny. You guys hear that wrong note? Like, eh, yeah, thumbs up. I played right, it back into it. Here that's we go. That's right. I'm going to play it again. Yep. It's play, <laughs> play the wrong note twice. Then that's just jazz, baby. Oh, it's jazz. Absolutely. That's what jazz is. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, you know, if anyone that plays jazz is listening, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> I feel like I offend people like, you know, like Trevino. Yeah. I mean, holy shit, his jazz skill is insane. He's really good. Yeah. And I've just started to get into jazz and and it's like it's hard, man. So, I you know, and I think that's some of what we were talking about earlier, like just getting comfortable and like playing on stage and just having more of that experience on stage kind of makes you a little less like Ooh. It does. You yep. know, and I mean, like, like I said, I'm to an extent, I'm still like that. I don't know why, but like I am, you know, I get nervous around people like, you know, like I said, Jeremy Ober's really good. So yeah. like for a long time, if Jeremy was in playing jam night, it was just like, I'm not playing. I'm not playing <laughs> after him. What are you kidding? Like yeah, you just see, see him come in the door and I'm like, oh shit, yep. he's here now. Yep. I guess I'm done playing. I guess I'm for done too. <laughs> yep. So, you but know. you know, people like that are really humble. You yeah. know, you expect them. To be like, oh yeah, I'm so good. If you mess up, you know, you're awful. But uh, it's not like that. No, you know, Jeremy. You know, he's like, he's really. If if you go up and play with him, and if you don't know what you're doing, he'll tell you like, oh, I'm playing in this key or yep, this chord is next or whatever. Dude, he's one of the best at that. He's really good in at humbling people too. You know, <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, this kid's a monster. Yeah. Or, oh, this kid's a monster. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. like you're just like kicking the dirt, like, like looking oh, down at the ground, I'm like a monster. No, oh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm okay, I <laughs> yeah. guess. You know, so yeah, but, but yeah, he's. I don't know. That was one thing I really quickly learned about him. Is he's super, super nice. Like I used yeah. to go to jam nights and uh, up in Barnum, and he would just be like, "Hey, you know, uh, you want to come up here?" And it's like, "Oh no, I don't. <laughs> not as good, you know." And then like the one time he just like hands me the guitar and just walks away, and I'm like, "Oh, what do, oh, I, what do, what I, do I do?" And it's like, "I guess I got to play this thing, you know, or yeah. whatever." And I mean, even like, even when he plays at jam nights, I try to just like, 
let him do what he's doing because I don't want to mm-hmm. wreck his songs. Nothing against yeah. everyone else playing at Jam Night, but some songs that are played there are just like pretty basic, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, there's, there's like four or five like chords. Four chords. Yeah. And, and you yeah. do whatever. Yep. But he's got stuff that's a little bit more intricate yeah. and, the, oh, this has some chromatic runs in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like the, you know, a, a completely different bridge part than what the rest of the song oh, yeah. is or whatever. Yeah. Like but, his, his song Mardi Gras yep. is uh, really hard to play if you've never played it before yes because you know it's it's in one key for pretty much the whole thing and then the solo part completely switches and goes into something else and you know but the other end of that is if you never if you never take that leap to play with him the first time yeah you'll never figure out yeah you'll never get it yeah you know if you play with people like that you'll get better and you know you you'll develop your chops and exactly you'll learn how to improvise and uh you know before i was just before I went to the jam night and before I was even in a band at all, I was just playing in my bedroom, yep. you know, playing along the songs on YouTube. Um, but you're not going to get anywhere just by doing that. No, I mean, you know, I mean, it doesn't, you, it doesn't hurt though. It hurt, it, you know, it helps you prepare, you know, and you know, but like I played metal, yep. you know, I played like Slipknot every day on just practicing those songs and no one's going to play that at a, yeah, a jam, jam night. night no probably so, not <laughs> so playing with other people like with with music that you're not used to like country music or mm-hmm. folk music it really helps you even if you don't like it it helps you get used to playing it i think one of the funnest parts about that is like i'm not a fan of country or folk music but mm-hmm. i have so much fun playing it yeah why i don't know I, uh, uh, like with jesse wilson yeah I mean, half the music honestly half the music i wouldn't listen to myself Mm -hmm. but it's so fun playing with him because he you know he does his own spin on it and um and he's he's just he's not overbearing either he's not not like you gotta play it like this play the lead the way (laughs) you played in the studio version lets you do your own thing exactly and it's awesome yep yeah i mean that's i think that's some of the best part about like the music scene around here is the people are pretty positive you know Mm -hmm. um nobody's really gets up anybody's butt about anything really nah. now. so nah. um i mean there's a little bit here and there about some stuff but it's all just like mostly just friendly jabs everyone knows than, each other yeah you know yeah so we all know what each other can take you know or whatever you know like yeah um you know it's it is really nice to have these people around too you know and, and like you said about bedroom playing like uh i mean that's all i did for quite a while until it was finally like mm-hmm. i guess like let's play a show somewhere and so yeah. like you know you try to play a show and you're like this is way different than sitting down alone you know in the basement here right. and playing playing guitar you know like i can play down here all night long and it's not that big a deal but when you go play in front of people it's like those nerves kick in oh yeah then you forget everything that you learned before yep yep you know i mean uh the first time i played with um with Jeremy, I was like, oh no, what do I do? You know, should I try to impress him by playing flashy stuff or should I try to um, just play the song the way it is and maybe that'll make him happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I you think, know, I think that's some things too is some of that just takes experience because mm-hmm. your first time's out there, like first times I was out there, I was like, I got to play lots of notes yeah, and play yeah. as fast as I can. And that's yeah. the only way anyone's going to be impressed by any of this. Yeah. But that's not true. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's people aren't going to dance to you playing sweep notes and and yeah and a bunch of chromatic notes really quickly mm-hmm. you know but it's fun to do it is fun <laughs> to do yeah i mean that comes back to like just experience you know like we were talking about with eric like the more he plays at jam night the more yeah the more it's apparent that he's 
very good. Yeah, you know? he's he, uh, he's really good. Yeah, he's finding his comfort zone. He's sitting mm-hmm. on stage, and like you said, he's even played a couple shows by himself yeah. or with Scotty Rockstar or opened mm-hmm. up for Brutal Republic, even. which is a big deal, man. And to I mean, me, honestly, it is. <laughs> he's got something on his list that I don't have on my yeah, list. Yeah, exactly. Know? I mean, um, people like jeremy and his band brutal republic it's like i put those guys in the same league as like a big band you know like well this is like zeppelin you know they (laughs) they deserve to be famous like that i feel like you know they make a lot of noise for a three-piece they do and but it's it's a matter of luck you know i mean you know a record producer might have to walk in at a certain point or the just the right person Mm -hmm. might have to be listening and you know but you know their album full white moon is one of my favorite albums ever that's very good it's you know it's awesome yeah it's one of those ones where if you're just like this was made by a band out of fort dodge and people just be like "Uh yeah (laughs) oh what's that no it's not yeah yeah small town it's just pretty neat huh like yeah no it's not (laughs) so how did you get good at the bass because let me just like preface some of this stuff um you and i play guitar and bass with jesse wilson Mm -hmm. music we are like the friends of jesse wilson and friends um, I mean, the benefit of all this is, is if I can't make a show, he'll bring somebody else with If, right. if you can't bring a show or can't make a show, maybe it's just a duo. Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll bring a different bassist with, you know, or like mm-hmm. for a while I was playing bass with him, you know, so his friends list can change at any yeah. given show, which is kind of the fun part about what he yeah, does. Jesse Wilson and friends, anybody. Yep. yep. You know? Exactly. Yep. So, but how did like, I saw you at jam night, obviously you're really good. Some of the first stuff you started playing that made me be like, what? I was like, it's just like this kid busting out Primus, <laughs> you know, and, and for people that don't know what Primus is, it's pretty much like banjo bass. Yeah. Like, it's it, banjo bass. It's, it's wild. Lots of like finger picky, slappy, yeah, it's strumming chords on a bass yeah. stuff. And you know, playing like that is, it's really hard to get an audition for you, you know, cause a lot of bands aren't looking for that. Yeah. But, but no, I started bass. Um, my grandpa got me in the guitar because at our church we have you know a worship team and this was before I was on it and my grandpa would lead the worship team and uh they wanted to start a youth uh band to quote unquote replace the old guys <laughs> so grandpa wanted he wanted uh me to get in, into guitar so he started giving me lessons and um I was just really lazy I didn't really care <laughs> you know, I like listening to music, but yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel like it. Um, and then I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I want to be a musician. I heard bass is easy. So, <laughs> so, you know, and I thought it was just standing there, you know, doing the finger thing and whatever, but then I actually got the bass and I have, there's so much to the instrument that, mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't know about. I like, um, I like to say playing the bass is easy, but playing the bass well is not easy. Exactly. That's what I say. The basics are absolutely easier than guitar. Uh, a billion times over. I mean, over. it's just one note per thing, you know, mm-hmm. but there's so many techniques. You know, you have like chords and and you can even play flamenco or tapping or mm-hmm. whatever. And, you know, playing like that in every song isn't going to work out. No. no. <laughs> Those are the complex techniques of it. Yeah. You know, and learning that stuff is a lot of fun and just, you know, playing along the songs on YouTube is, was like the easiest way to learn for me. So you, you get started out playing at a church, which ironically was like the first place I ever played, Mm -hmm. uh, played guitar at a church, but you didn't really take the guitar. You kind of took the bass, Mm -hmm. you get the basics down. How do you go from like, what are the steps you took to go from basic finger walking, (laughs) just, just playing quarter notes the whole time to all of a sudden you're playing Primus? Like, how do you, uh, How do you bridge that gap? Well, just listening to a bunch of 
difficult music <laughs> right. is what I did. You know, I listened to like um, uh, Mudvayne mm-hmm. was one band I used to listen to, and their bass player is just insane. Oh, yeah. His name is Ryan Martini. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way he plays the bass is just magical. So I started looking up tabs and, and lessons and bass covers and mm-hmm. trying to play along to him. And I just played all the time. You know, I play like three hours a day mm-hmm. and then again at nighttime. Yep. And just the more you play, the better you get. I mean, some people say, oh, it's a natural gift to be like a god at guitar or a god at whatever. Um, but anyone can do it if they practice i would i would have to agree for the most part i would say some people might have like a better inclination to take to the thing they might get they might learn it faster yep um but really anyone can play an instrument or sing if they really want to yeah i mean well i mean that comes down to like you know it's it's like riding a bike or like you said earlier walking you know if everybody can walk but when you first started you couldn't it's the same deal with like talking when yeah victor wooten actually had a really good uh i think it was a ted talk that Mm -hmm. he did about that and he translated like him playing the bass to talking yeah he's a deep guy yeah so it's like when you first start talking it's just a bunch of mush mouthy goo goo gaga nonsense but Mm -hmm. when you first start saying your first words people are like yeah 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 you know and then before you know it, you're stringing sentences together and then before it's it's complex thoughts and full conversations and then Mm -hmm. you're deepening your your vocabulary just one word at a time and then you speak like a person yeah and that's the same thing with playing an instrument yeah you know i mean victor is insane i mean he's probably the best bass player i've ever seen yeah um and he has a bunch of talks on youtube or where he gives these motivational speeches um like there's this one video where he's giving a speech while playing bass (laughs) and it's like (laughs) 20 minutes long and um yeah people like that are really inspiring yeah it's pretty wild so you pretty much just went the youtube route with learning how to do stuff (laughs) Yeah, um, YouTube and just playing a lot. I feel like that's one of the things I always ask people on the podcast. Like, how did you get so good? And it's like, I play like six hours a day for like years and years <laughs> on it. It's like, oh, okay. So you're not just like sitting down, yeah. like watching an episode of Friends just with your feet up, just like plop, yeah. plop, plop, plop. You know, you're actually taking the time to key in on what you're doing. Mm. Well, I didn't learn about the notes on the neck until way later. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Because my grandpa was talking to me. He's like, if you learn all the notes on the neck, I'll buy you this bass. And I'm like, okay. You know, I, rem- <laughs> I remember I was at church. I was It was the first time I was playing bass for him. And, you know, I was in the metal at the time. So we were playing like drop tunings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the worship leader goes up to me. He's like, hey, this song is in the key of C. And I'm like, oh, drop C? Okay. <laughs> and I start trying to tune down to him. He's like, no, the key of C. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, because, yeah, I know what that means. Yeah, exactly, but pause not. Yeah, I had no idea. I And that's the other thing is, like, I've played enough types of music where when people are just like, it's in the you know the key of C, it's like major or minor, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I'm to the point now where it's like, if somebody doesn't say something, like, my brain is so keyed in on blues stuff where I think minor most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, well, it's in the key of C. It's like, C minor? And it's like, oh, no, you mean c major which is a minor you know mm-hmm. so then like mm-hmm. that's where my brain has to like wrap its head around that just a little bit and then i'm like all right i'm good to go you know? right right so um you know some of that just comes down to like people's inclinations to play things too though um and i've found out like through the years that like sometimes it's like well, this is in this key it's like well you can 
solo in a different key or goof, you goof around a little bit. And it's yeah. like, it actually works out, you know, for the most part. Um, you and I would play with Jesse sometimes, and I'd be like, dude, I soloed in three different keys. And like, <laughs> like and, holy shit. Yeah, like you couldn't even tell, though, because like the first one was a mistake. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it worked. But it worked because it just fit. And then the yeah. next one was just like, oh, it's in this key. And then I'm like, well, what if I do it in this key yeah. instead? And it's like, well, that one works. And I guess if you split the solos far enough apart from one another, nobody yeah. can tell, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I, there is like different things about like learning the notes or learning the keys or whatever, but you mm. do play a lot by ear though. I do. I mean, you know, there's so many scales out there, you know, like Phrygian scales and Mixolydian and mm -hmm. whatever. I just go off, you know, minor and major, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, or like chromatic notes, mm -hmm. you know, that's a jazzy thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's so much the music theory that, um, is important and, is not important. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of limits you. Yeah. Some of the music theory. Cause that's, it's like, you have to play like this. That's true. And, um, but there's just so many ways to approach each instrument, but you have to, you know, you can't like play Primus if you're playing in a country band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really fit too well. No. So you have to learn different styles. And even if you don't like the style, you learn the style anyway. Exactly. I would think of it like cooking. It's like if you want to be an, a, a really, really good chef, you can't just like make Mexican food all day long. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, you get really good at Mexican food, but it's like someone's like, fix me some Italian. And you're like, I don't even mm. know how to make pizza dough, you know, or whatever, you know. So, <laughs> so you're like missing out on all the basics of like something else. You yeah. Know? Um, I mean, I'm not a good chef, so I don't know. Yeah, but I can't like, cook either. No. Frozen pizza. Thank you, please. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Gourmet frozen pizza. Oh, my gosh. Jack's pizza. DiGiorno. DiGiorno. <laughs> you got me beat once again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It's so weird though that like you play by ear and you like I've noticed that a lot. Like we'll be playing something and you'll just be like, "What key are we in?" And I'm just, <laughs> I was like, "Wait, I have to tell you how to do something." This is mind blowing because oh, dude, I mean, it depends. You know, if people play a in like a flat note, it, mm -hmm. it's hard for me to find or a sharp note or whatever. Like, but no one really plays in those keys that often. You know, the most popular like E minor, yep, or G major. You know, most of Jesse's songs are in a major key yep you know so you just you know like um like river road yep i think that's in g major so you just yep whatever yep but a lot of it's by ear i don't really know anything about me it's hard man yeah I and mean, that stuff is hard to learn that does make sense though now that you say that because it's like if we throw a capo on four mm. and all of a sudden you're just like wait what what key are we in here and it's yeah. just like oh okay so like i guess it kind of makes sense now because it's just like yeah yeah, yeah this this song is instead of being an e minor it's in like you know g sharp minor and right like, right and it's like wait a second that's not something i'm used to hearing that much yeah. you know so. it's, it's hard to it's hard to find people that play in different keys at all mm -hmm. you know i mean capos are a big part of change i mean i don't really know anything about how capos work you just you know capo like second and then it be a different key but the same mm -hmm. shapes yeah you can play all the same chord shapes right. and it's like all of a sudden magically it's just a different key mm -hmm. you know and that's like some of the trick of like folk singers, you know, a lot of yeah. the folk singers will do that and they'll just be like, well, we're playing on the fourth, you know, capo on the fourth fret or capo on the fifth or on the third or whatever. They just flip flop it around here or there, or wherever they want to put it. And mm. I mean, just go from there. So I don't, I don't know. Like I, it took me a while first and foremost, I would have to, I'm going to admit it though. Like when I first went into jam nights and somebody busted a capo out, I was just like, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. what it's, are we doing? It's scary. Yeah, it is. It honestly <laughs> is really scary. And then before long, you're just like, oh, okay, I, I got this. Here we go. Mm. But, uh, you know, it is something that a lot of people do struggle with to play, 
you know, either rhythm guitar to or leads with or something like that. It's just like, oh no, what do we? You have a great ear, man. I uh, mean, you adjust <laughs> to that stuff really quickly. You know, when we're playing a jam night and Clint capos a lot. Yeah. You know, he and he plays, you know, the same songs in different keys in different ways, which is what I really like about Clint's music. Mm-hmm. It's like different every single time. So, but you go up there and you're, you pretty much instantly got it. And it's like, how do you have an ear like that? And it's like, whoa. So here's the weird thing. Like, I think a lot of mine is more mechanics than an ear because uh, like, I don't, I don't want to, I almost don't even want to admit it. I don't have a very good ear for music. Honestly, uh-huh. I, like I very much don't like I can hear when notes are wrong and stuff or like I'm playing wrong stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's blatantly obvious, mm-hmm. but like I have to be like capo fourth fret, these three chords and I can go like this and here's the, where the notes should be. And then boom. And then I, then I just go from there, you yeah. know? So like my brain sees shapes on a guitar more than I, my ear hears notes on a guitar. Oh, that makes sense. And so like, that's where I go with a lot of my music playing, which, you know, can be beneficial and detrimental depending on mm-hmm. how you're doing things too, though. So mm-hmm. like, um, I would, I would kill to have as good of an ear for music as you do, but, <laughs> but for some reason I don't, it just don't. Well, people say, I, I, I really appreciate that people say that, but it's like, it's, it's really hard for some songs, man. You know, like, <laughs> especially with capos. That's why I'm like, Oh no, you're bringing on a capo. Shit. What do I do now? Well, it's really wild when people like throw on like way up on the ninth fret or something. <laughs> yeah, or, like 12th fret or whatever. Yeah, and even me, I'm just like, Whoa, okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. It takes me a second to, it takes us both a second to get there. It's yeah. Like, and then, you know, it's funny, too, because you play with different people and they'll explain music. Like, there's a billion different ways to explain music. One mm-hmm. general set of, like you said, rules that you can apply to it. Right. But, like, Brad will be like, you start on the sixth and then you play the the fifth and then the first and then the fourth. And it's like, mm. what? Like, <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah. And like, if you had gave me a pen and a piece of paper, yeah. I could figure this out. But, like, right. on the fly, no. I just have to, like, look over and be like, what's the shapes I got to use here? <laughs> where, where do I got to put them in? And, yeah. you know, so that's what a lot of that is. But uh, Well, that's where theory can help. If you know a bunch of theory, mm-hmm. then you don't need, you know, you look at them and it's like, okay. Or you could just name it yourself yeah. and figure it out, you know. But Yeah, that, me, <laughs> me and Brad argue about that a lot, too, about theory. Because he's like, uh-huh. where's the home on this? Is it, I mean, it feels like it would be the A, but is it the A or is it the E? And I'm like, <laughs> where's home base, man? Yeah, I mean, it could be anywhere you want to put it, Brad. It's anywhere you want to put it. He's like, yeah, but if they're <laughs> singing the notes, in, in theory, what you would want to do. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But in theory, yeah, there's no rules to this, though. Like, Well, Brad, he's a really smart guy, like I said before. Very much, yeah. I mean, he knows a lot of things and he's a great bass player and he's, you know, great with audio stuff. I don't know the term for studio work or whatever. Yeah. Um, but whenever Brad comes to jam night, you know, he's, he's, he's so technical with the, with the stuff he's talking about. And I usually understand what he's saying. Yeah. The basics, you know, the <laughs> basics, but when he gets into talking about sound and stuff, I just, I have trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I get like, and that's the same deal too. It's like, I understand the gist of what he's going for, but sometimes he just loses me and I'm like, yeah. my eyes just glaze over. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Oh, uh, dude, dude, that is cool. That's, that's really cool. Awesome. I agree, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brad. Uh, I think it's funny because the two of you have such like a good relationship with oh, one yeah. another. He's for having, awesome. You know, such different styles of bass, yeah. you know? Um, well, he's really melodic, you know? He's, yep. I, I love his style of playing, you know, Clint just, calls him to do a solo and his solo fits perfectly with what clint is doing yeah um and, you know you don't see many bass players playing lead so you know mm. really the only people i've seen play lead are brad and 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 trevino yeah you know i mean 
no one else wants to play lead on bass. <laughs> well, as far as I know, you're like pretty much the only, you know, th- pretty much the only three bassists around town for the most part. And there's a few others, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. And you, all three of you, for the most part, play leads to mm-hmm. some extent on your bass. You I'm know? sure there's someone else that does it too, but not that I've seen. Yeah. 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 I mean. And, and I've been in the music scene for a while, but not re- like I really got into it this past year. Mm-hmm. Because of the jam night. Yep. Yeah. Having you at jam night is pretty awesome. Because, I, I mean, I used to have to drag a, a bass guitar and an amp and a guitar and a guitar amp. And it's like, is anybody <laughs> going to show up? And I don't know. And then you started showing up and it was just like, ah, oh, man, I don't get to play much bass anymore because there's kids showing up or whatever. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, this kid's good. And it's like, oh, he's bringing his own equipment. It's like, sweet. I don't have to bring half as much stuff anymore, you know? So like, Oh, it, you can play bass whenever you want. To, <laughs> uh, but that's another funny thing. Like, let's, let's talk about that. So like, you're there now and you're mm-hmm. like the Jeremy Ober of bass. And I'm just, gonna, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> That's a big one. I'm just going to throw that out there because you're like, you're, now you're the kid that makes me nervous at, at bass. So it's like, I'm not playing bass if Owen's playing bass, you know, well, that's like, a big boy thing you know, to say, man. I mean, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, it's also one of those things and I'm not trying to call him out, but Brad doesn't ever want to come on the podcast so he can't defend himself. But, <laughs> Sorry, but, Brad. But uh, Brad's pretty much just like, Owen plays a lot of notes and then it's just like, Brad's going up there and Brad just plays basic stuff, you know, mm-hmm. That's just like how he kind of like thinks about it. So he's like, well, when Owen's there, I just let Owen play as much as he wants to. Cause then, you know, you know, so he's, cause he, and I'm not trying to say like, he thinks he's bad and you're good, but it's just like two different styles. He's he's a great player, but his style is a lot different than mine. You know? Yeah. I mean, like I said, really melodic, but if anyone else wants to play bass, I'm, I'm always calling out to you or Brad, <laughs> like, Peter, you want to play bass? Or Brad, you want to play bass? Um, yeah. And I mean, that's, <laughs> I think that's fun though, too. Like the different yeah. styles is not something to be looked down upon. No, that's it's not. To be it's looked, awesome. Looked up to, you know? It's variety. If someone played the same thing, it's, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a different person or not, you know, like so many people want to be like Slash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So everyone sounds like Slash, and it's like, you know, that's fun, but, you know, try to find your own Mm -hmm. style. Yeah, and I'm sure Brad wants to. I want to be able to play all these, like, you know, weird augmented chords on the upper end of the neck while I'm slapping on the, you know, and it's like, (laughs) but at the same time, it's just like, I'm sure you're kind of like, I wish I could play some of these, like, slow melodic solos like he does. He's really smooth. (laughs) Very smooth. And I can't get smooth like that. Yeah. It's hard to be smooth. It is hard to be smooth, and Brad is smooth. Mm, he's very smooth. <laughs> very smooth. Oh, man. But Okay, so I, I'm not trying to call Brad out or anything, but it is kind of fun to know that like you two um, kind of look up to each other in a sense. Oh, yeah. you know. So, uh, but I mean, it, some of it comes from the different stylings. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he um, you know, every time he, he, he has all these different bases mm-hmm. that he brings with him. You know, he brought a fretless bass the last time, and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, he played it, and then I played it, and it's just like, I don't think I'm better than Brad. I mean, Brad is, you know, he, he plays differently and sure his stuff might be simpler, but it's really, he, he accents it really well. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think he plays a lot better with Clint's music than I do with Clint's music. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of that though too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, you know, pepperoni tastes good on pizza, but it doesn't mm-hmm. taste good in jello, you know, no, it's it like, doesn't. You know, so well, that's fun. I don't know. <laughs> I'm an analogy guy. So I like, I like to break things down into an easy to digest analogy. Yeah. That's but, easy to understand. But you know, and that's, that's the truth though. Like, like I said, the, both of you guys look up to each other for the different mm-hmm. stylings you have, you know, like you said, uh, some of his, some of what he does and plays is, is more simple, but the phrasing it's, yeah, is, is, you know, fits better into what he's doing. I've you know? never heard him mess up before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing is he like almost never messes up. Yeah. And the only time he messes up is honestly, like I heard him a couple of weeks ago 
um, mess up pretty bad, but it was because like I walked up and just turned his volume knob off like <laughs> halfway through a song. And I don't know why I was just sabotaged. With him. Him. Yeah. Just like womp. And he was like, what are you doing? And then he like goes back and he's like, I'm all messed up oh, now. Shit, where am I? Yeah. So it was pretty funny to have him, you know, go through all that kind of stuff. But damn it, Peter. But you know, I guess it is, you know, to each their own or, yeah. or whatever. But, and that's something I tried to look at with like guitar too, where it's like, there's no reason for me to be nervous because I can't play like Jeremy Ober does. Cause and it's not like Jeremy Ober can't play like I can, but Jeremy mm. Ober can't play like I can. You know, it's like yeah. his brain doesn't think of the phrasing my brain thinks of. Is mm. it does it mean I'm better? No. Does it mean I'm worse? No. Does it mean I'm better at phrasing stuff? Absolutely not. But it's mm. it's different. It's different well, it's things. Different. You guys are a lot different. And yeah. I think you're really good, and Jeremy's really good too. And but he's like a shredder. Oh gosh, know? yeah, he can play a lot of notes. Yeah, I mean he, he, you know, and and you're melodic as well. I think, and you can, I mean, I've seen you shred though. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, towards the end of a Jesse Wilson show, you start doing a bunch of shit and i look over to you i'm like holy shit peter yeah, i try and keep it in my back pocket if i can though because like you said it, it for the most part doesn't fit what we're doing yeah right so if i was like to bust that out in the middle of you know come back home by jesse yeah, wilson yeah, it's yeah. like what like, what the hell's going on yeah why are you taps tapping solo like eddie van halen in this it's a metal song now yeah, it doesn't make any sense but yeah but you know i guess for some reason i think it fits in like a 60s rock song though yeah. before, you well know. it could you know like chuck berry or whatever yeah yeah or some old blues stuff mm -hmm. which is you know stuff like that is really fun to to learn mm -hmm. you know like if you're just starting to get into guitar blues is a great way to do it because it's usually just the same 12 bar like three note type of thing yep you know um and it's really fun to improv too because the the back part is simple so you can do more things yep um so yeah, it's it's there's a pretty good blues scene around here. Yeah, um, the guys who are actually like very dedicated blues mm -hmm. players are <laughs> insanely good. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not all of them are like up in this area, but like like Matt Woods is from like the Boone ish. Um, uh, I've only seen him once, but he's Central. awesome. Oh god, yeah, he's he's super good, and he's one of those guys that like we were talking about different styles. He doesn't just play like blues blues. He plays mm -hmm. like roots music and like everything else yeah. in that genre. So he can go from like playing like blues rock to like traditional blues to like Delta blues to mm -hmm. your roots music to, you know, finger picking or using a pick or whatever, oh, yeah. you know, and it's wild to think that there's people out there that play that much. But, you know, he's not much different than you, because if you like go on Matt Woods's Facebook page or his, his band page, it's like. Matt Woods is live right now and it's it's mm. 1220 and it's like oh it's because he just got done eating lunch and he has a little <laughs> bit of a break yeah. so this is what he's doing mm. you know so he's always playing he's always thinking about it. he's always practicing and trying yeah. new things and and, and that's how you get good yeah, it really is I mean yeah. it's, you know the more you play the the better you'll be you know I mean you can you can probably get good in 24 hours not saying you should practice for 24 hours but maybe you should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, like, you know, like, let's say you have no idea what you're doing, but you want to learn this really hard song, like Victor Wooten. Uh, there was this interview and he wanted to learn one of Jacko's songs, uh, mm -hmm. Jacko Pistorius. I think it was Portrait of Tracy. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but he stayed up for the entire day learning how to play this song. He didn't know how to play bass yet. And he learned it. Oh, wow. And he learned that much in one day. Oh, that, that makes me think of something. Um, so when I was first starting to play guitar, I didn't know what was like easy or hard. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really have anyone to give me lessons. So I just kind of went on the internet and just kind of blindly was like, this, you know, and you just started like <laughs> looking stuff up. And before you know it, you're like learning like Steve Vai passages and things like that. Maybe not all the super shreddy technical parts, but you're starting to like learn some like stuff where it's like, 
the more you grow and learn more about your instrument, you're like, that was actually pretty difficult. And for mm-hmm. some reason, when I was growing up and I didn't know any better, I was just like playing it. So have mm-hmm. you ever found that where like when you first started playing bass, where you're just like, like I want to learn this Primus song. And then people are just like, how do you know how to play Primus? And you're like, I don't know. Is that, is that hard? And people are like, yeah, it's really hard. And, and you're just like, oh, nobody told me it was hard. Well, you know? well, their music, you know, for a beginner bass player is, is pretty hard, but they, they have, they do have some songs that are actually pretty easy. You know, like, um, like my name is mud is probably one of the mm-hmm. more popular songs. And everyone's like, Oh, this song is insanely hard to play. And it's really just, two notes yeah and you know there's rhythmic parts in it too but yep. the base of it like the basic notes are really easy you know but then again you have really really hard songs out there that are uh, really hard to learn but if you manage to learn a song like that it makes you grow so quickly mm-hmm. you know but a lot of people try to learn a hard song. They try to play it fast immediately, uh, yeah. you know, like yep. on drums or something like that. Yep. You have to start slow, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, you and I were talking on like on the way here, I was like, yeah, I was in a metal band or whatever. And it was a little bit more progressive style of metal. And I was not super, you know, I don't want to say I, was, I wasn't very technically savvy at playing a guitar yet. I played, mm-hmm. like I said, I played a lot of, you know, bar chords or like, you know, just power chords, punk music, things like that, simple leads and stuff like that. But then it's just like, dude, this is a little bit more technical. And mm. I had to slow stuff down to like 50% in order to start yeah. like wrapping my brain around it, you know? And I was like, I feel like, you know, such a dullard having to do this. And then yeah. you go like, look online, you're like, oh, there's a lot of people that do this. This mm. isn't just like Peter sucks the guitar, you know? <laughs> oh no, everybody struggles a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, everyone was a beginner at some point mm-hmm. and, um, uh, no matter how good you get, there's always something to learn. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm sure there's more things that Jeremy could learn if he wanted to, or, you know, even Alex could learn if he wanted to, you know, he went to Berkeley and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, I don't think, you know, people are like, Oh, this is the best guitar player I've ever seen. There's millions of guitar players, Mm -hmm. you know, like some people say slash is there's no one better than slash. Yeah. You You know, the people that like don't play guitar, but just, yeah. You know, yeah, um, but there's so many people out there, especially right now, like online too, you know, like the YouTube scene. Mm-hmm. There's so many content creators out there that make some pretty cool music with actual instruments, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, wow, do you feel like uh, playing instruments is a dying art? Um, let, uh, me, let me put it this way I'm, I'm in my early 30s, you're in your late teens, yeah, you know, mid to late teens, so like, uh. Is there anybody else your age playing music? Nobody or? plays music, mate. Well, actually, no. And well, Eric does. Yep. Um, but but uh, he's you know he's, you know he just started too. I mean, well, not just started, but he's been doing it for like a year, I think. He's already that good after. A year. Yeah. So like I a, quit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's learning fast. But um, yeah. Um, Lars Frazier. All right. I don't know if you know him. Mm-mm. He's a he's another one, um, close to my age. He's really really good with metal stuff. Mm. Um, but you know, I used, you know, I don't really have that many friends right now, my own age. I used to, but they, they're not, they're not into that type of music. You know, they're like Gucci gang and, and, oh, and yeah. Lil Nas and, yep. and, and, and stuff, stuff like that. Stuff that involves digital manipulation yeah. of, you know, keyboardy MIDI type, whatever. Yeah. Stuff. And I, you know, I appreciate some, like, I like industrial music, you know, like yes. the, 
scores and action movies that mm-hmm. you know stuff like that that stuff's cool like um oh what's that there's this one band that's just it, it's super techno sounding and it sounds like it's it belongs in a in some type of movie but ele- like electronic type of music like yeah that. like some of that's cool all i can think of is skrillex yeah but... skrillex is well that's like dubstep yeah you know and some of that's cool yes um but yeah i don't see many young people playing instruments anymore why do you think that is? Uh, well, it's because of the music now. You know, I mean, you know, no one, most of the popular music is all like, you know, like Ariana Grande, you know, she doesn't really play an instrument. She just sings and she's a really yeah. good singer actually. But um, you don't see that many people that are really, really popular or that would be popular to today's teens playing an instrument. Yeah. I mean. Or not that I can think of. I mean, maybe there is. I mean, but like, there's like a few here and there, but even then it's like Ed Sheeran, you know, mm-hmm. like, well, he just plays, it's like, it's like campfire chords. Yes. You know what I mean? Which there's nothing wrong with Which that. Which is nothing wrong with yeah. it. You know, I mean, you know, you can make some awesome music with just a few chords, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you don't need to be insane at an instrument to make good music. No. Um, But a lot of, and some kids will look at that like, oh, I want to learn guitar. Um, But others just aren't into it they want to make like rap music and i'm not yep. you know shit talking rap music but um that kind of is the main type of music now at least i think it is yeah something like that you know rap or r&b or hip-hop mm-hmm. or things in that genre ish yeah that's what a lot of people really really are keying in on mm-hmm. um and i get what you're saying though too like if somebody came up to you and me right now and was just like oh and peter make a rap song mm-hmm. it would be the crappiest oh, i would be the, shit the worst rap song anybody ever made ever absolutely so there is talent involved yeah. to make there a good is rap talent song. yeah it's like you know some of the lyrics well not all the lyrics because a lot of them are just about sex yeah but there's a lot of really cool rap songs that i've heard and they you know they rap really fast or you know they come up with these i mean i can't do that no i think some of my favorite lyrics that people use with like r&b and hip-hop and rap are like when they use analogies to describe things and i'm like i would have never thought of that i can't i can't write music for shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a lyricist even a little bit so i can't do that i'm always blown away when people come up with really good lyrics or i'll just be like this one line in this song yeah blew my mind you know and all it takes is one line and you're like how does this person come up with these analogies or words or, you know, if I sat down with a notepad and tried to write a song, it would take me at least 24 hours to get like a sentence down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that would appeal to people. Um, yeah. And I like, I've written some songs. I don't like them. I'm not good. I'm, you know, <laughs> it, some of it just takes practice. I'm I sure get they're it. great, Peter. Oh man. Um, but I don't know. I like, I wrote a song recently and I was just like, what kind of chords do I put to this? So I put some chords to it and I was like, this, the chords just don't fit the feeling of the song. So I just eventually retired to the fact it was like 12 bar blues. Mm. Good enough. Like, yeah. so I just like restructured the lyrics around 12 bar blues. I'm like, there you go. That's a song. Just play it in G, whatever. There's a blues song right there. Yeah. You know, so just make it basic, but it's but also, everyone likes blues though. They, they do for the most part. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've gotten some guff for playing two minutes like bluesy stylings with the way I play my leads, but it's mm-hmm. what I like to play, you know, and it's well, play what you like. You exactly. Know? I mean, but also make sure it, it's in a way that other people enjoy it. Too. Yeah, it's true. You know, 
I mean, yeah, it comes back to like you can't play folk music and do like sweet picking and, and like <laughs> heavy arpeggios and stuff. No, I, I kind of want to hear what that would sound like, though. But. I've heard it at a few jam nights. Like I, I've been going to jam nights off and on for about four years, maybe four or mm-hmm. five years. And, you know, for a long time, I just sat and watched, you know, and it wasn't until Jeremy Ober and Clint Riedel like really kind of pushed yeah. me to go up there. They're like, you're good. You play in private yeah. with us. Why don't you just go up there and play? in front of other people and it's like because i can't take the criticism if somebody criticizes me <laughs> i'm done i'm going to cry yeah. and throw my guitar out in the street i'm quitting yeah and so like um i eventually got over that you know but i've still been criticized by people to the point where like i had somebody criticize my singing capabilities and i was just like well, i'm not gonna sing anymore then you know and so i just mm-hmm. i just didn't sing for a long time you know uh, but you can't let that get to you man and if anything you know it, it can influence you to get better at that thing, yes you know but I got to say, if someone said, oh, you're shit, it would hurt my feelings a little bit. Uh, yeah, it definitely would. Um, I, I had somebody come up and, and shush me like halfway through a song. And I was just like, what is this nonsense? You know, you told me about that. Yeah. That was funny. And I was, I was very sad. I was very sad. Uh, and then I was very mean about it. And then I was just like, oh, well, now I feel bad about being mean. And I hope they feel bad about being mean, too, yeah. though, you know, because... That really messed me up, you know, for a while. I was just like, I sang with Jesse backup singing for a while. And then I was just like, I'm not bringing a microphone with me ever again, uh, you know, anywhere I go, you know? And so then I just quit backup singing, you know? And I mean, I even play in a punk band and like backup singing in a punk band takes about one iota of talent. That's about all the talent it takes to backup singing really? in a punk band. Like, uh, especially the kind of stuff we're doing, like, like key. No, it's like, nobody does any of that with the singing in a <laughs> punk band. Everyone just yells their stuff out or whatever and calls it good, you know? And for a while, I was just like, I'm not even backup singing in this, you know. Oh, dude. And so, but well, you can't let people like that, like I said, get to you. Yeah, I mean, it's very easy to let it happen, though. Yeah, it's also pretty easy to to shit on things. That it's yeah. it's, a, it's a lot harder to compliment things, you know. And, it is. I, I I find myself shitting on a lot of things, and then I'm like, well, I I try to understand it though, you know. Bingo. What's you, the other side of the coin that I'm not seeing? Here? Yeah, exactly. You know, like um, a lot of people that that play an instrument are like, oh, the today's music is complete garbage. It's not real music. Mm-hmm. But it does move some people. Yeah. A lot of people, obviously, because it's popular music. Um, but a lot of people dance to it and they really enjoy it. And, you know, I don't think I'll ever understand why Gucci Gang is a huge song or, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> But some people are into it and they like it. So, you know, more power to them. Yeah. I mean, and I get that too, though. It's just, I just like to tell myself, this wasn't made for me. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody made this for somebody else. Yeah, it's not and, my music. Yeah, it's not, it's not my music. You know, I'm, you know, I'm more of a, you know, metal punk and blues guy. And, you know, you're more of a Primus and, yeah. and metal and whatever guy and stuff. And it's like, yeah. but it also comes back to the fact where it's like, you and I play what I would call predominantly country styles yeah. with Jesse. And then that, blues here and there. Yeah. You and, know. But Jesse also does throw in like some hip hop songs oh, yeah. and stuff oh, yeah. every now and then. Justin Bieber. I'm like Yeah. I remember when I heard Jesse's like, Oh, we're playing a Justin Bieber song. I'm like, What? What? And then he and then he plays it. It's like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. You know? And you know, I've I've grown out of the metal phase. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I see someone playing metal, you know, I'm gonna like it. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yep. Um and even Jesse, you know, Jesse's so open to playing anything. Like I was talking to him on, on our way to the, to Altoona and I was like, would you ever think about learning a jazz song, Jesse? And he's like, I'm open to anything, man. I'll learn some jazz. Yeah. And that's what I love about Jesse. He's all, he's so motivational. Yeah. I mean, I look up to him a lot and he's always trying new things and 
he's gotten his name up there. Yeah. So he's opening for the pork tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was something uh like holy shit. Dude. Yeah. Mike Schulte hit me up and was like, Who plays music up there? And I gave him a list. Yeah. And I was just like, here's the list, here's the styles they play. And I was just like, you know, this person plays this style, this person's this style, these, you know, these kind of people like this music, those kind of people like mm-hmm. this music, and and blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, Let's give Jesse a shot. And I was like, neat i play with jesse you know so it's just like this is cool you know it kind of all worked out in this magical kind of a sense or whatever so Mm. it's neat that he you know he's getting that shot to play with the pork tornadoes they're like such an amazing they're pretty big man uh i actually didn't know like who they were until jesse told me about them and then i looked up a video and they like five million views yeah it's like oh yeah they're oh they're pretty big yeah they're pretty good i guess they're pretty good i guess they're okay yeah Uh, and that's that's another thing, like running into those guys, literally, like I ran into Mike Schulte, their drummer on mm-hmm. the internet, just from doing my podcast. And he just like hit yeah. me up and was like, hey, and I was like, hey, you know, like, holy cow, I didn't know my podcast had the kind of reach where somebody <laughs> like him could figure it out or whatever. Well, but- it, well, it does. No one else does what you do. You you interview all these local people that deserve to be interviewed. Mm-hmm. And um, really, no one else is doing that. I mean, maybe, you know, Josh on 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 the local radio around here Mm -hmm. but you're doing it for everybody yeah i'm trying my best you know and like like i said mike schulte from the pork tornadoes actually has a podcast called the iowa music podcast oh really yeah uh Mm -hmm. so like but he doesn't he only does like one episode a month or so you know Mm -hmm. and and sometimes he'll interview more famous people or less famous people or he'll just tackle topics as opposed to trying to discuss what things are going on but that's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things about bringing him on my podcast is it's just like the last time he was on it was like why should there always be a cover charge at shows now? And he's like, yeah, there should yeah. never be free shows anymore. I'm like, huh, I never really thought about it like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you're doing like, I, you know, it's, but that's just kind of like his, his deal. And there's like yeah. other sort of music podcasts around like here and there, but they're so sporadically putting out their episodes that, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. You know, no. I, f- I find it difficult to do one a week, honestly. Yeah. But, 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 you know, well, it kind of makes it more special, I guess, too, because, you know, it's like, a, oh, there's a new Audible Farm thing. I wonder who it is. Yeah. Every and, Thursday, there's going to be one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you see who it is and like, oh, I, I actually know this person, mm-hmm. but I don't know a lot about him. And it's a great way to get to know people just by listening to it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's crazy. I can't believe how many people listen to it. Not every week is like a smash hit or whatever, but, mm-hmm. you know, it is kind of neat to know that like. There's that kind of a reach, you know, and people do hit me up. Like I had a promoter uh, in Davenport ask me mm. about like, what kind of metal bands are in the central Iowa area that might be willing to travel? And yeah. I just gave him a list of 20. I was like, here's 20 that I know of. I don't know if anybody will travel. I don't know if they made it through COVID. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, but hit them up. But, but they reached out to you because you know all these people. Apparently, yeah. you know, and that's pretty cool, honestly, that I, I never really think of myself as somebody to know all this stuff, but I, I should try and find a better way to monetize all this. Honestly, oh, yeah. you know. Well, I I do agree with that. You, I feel like you know you could, you know, there's so many sites to put videos on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like you could really get pretty big if you uh, expand it. You yeah. know what I mean? Or or um, or even posting it on Facebook too. Yeah. You know, could could put in a lot more listeners because this podcast deserves to be big. Yeah. I put the video clips on Facebook. Um, like the whole episodes, it's a lot of, it's just for me to keep my statistics all in order. Cause it's like, well, how many listens did this get? And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, on, on these platforms, this, but on YouTube that, and then I, but if I had started putting it on like 
everything else like Instagram and, and Facebook. It'd be like, but on Facebook, I got this many. But on Instagram, yeah. I got this many, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but it's, it starts to get a little bit overwhelming, you know, when you start yeah. uploading it to all these different places. And, and I, I don't know. It is what it is. But it's, it's just kind of crazy. Like, uh, how weird is it that music brings people like, like you and me together? Because mm-hmm. I don't like I don't think that you and I would ever once have run into each other or known who if each other wasn't was for music, if it wasn't for music. Probably not. You know, and that's what I love about music. Or even just the jam night in Barnum, tiny little town in Barnum. Just a small little place, but it's a great place to meet people and even a place to kind of explore your own instrument too with Mm -hmm. other people. Yeah. Um, And that that doesn't mean like, you know, if you're completely new and someone's playing a song, you go up and try to ruin it by, (laughs) you know, you know, (laughs) like, like playing a bunch, like trying to figure it out. Like there's nothing wrong with, you know, oh, I think I'm good enough to do this now. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go up and try it. Um, but play quietly, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, and then when you get it, then start playing loud. Yep. But but yeah, it's a great place to to meet people and and to um uh, to get used to playing with people live in front of an audience. And that's a lot of what it is. Yeah. Um, and that, I think we're gonna like come back to people like you and Eric who are younger, where mm-hmm. it's just like the only thing that you guys have that you're missing in your arsenal is exposure to playing right. with other people and in front of people. That's mm-hmm. that's it. It is. And as soon as you guys have more experience in that, unstoppable. I, I I hope I hope it'll be like that. You know, but <laughs> it is really hard to get into a band at our age because you know some bars don't let uh, young people in. Or yeah. Some need a proof of ID. You know, I find that most places around here let people in, you know, I mean, I've played it, you know, like bootleggers, which is a good place, you know, I mean, it's a nice place. And, um, you know, back with Beaver Creek, I would play in bars all around Iowa that would, well, they probably thought I was 21. (laughs) (laughs) Some of it comes down to like, uh, some cities have ordinances that say yes or no. And some, some Mm -hmm. don't, and some places they care and some places they don't. And, but like, if people knew you, they'd know you're trustworthy. You're not going to yeah. go in some place and get all wasted and puke nah. in the street and drive your car home because you don't even have a license. <laughs> I don't have a license. No. I don't have a license. And it's not for any reasons bad. It's just you just don't have one. So, yeah, I don't have a license, by the way. Yeah. Almost there. Yes. Oh, really? I can't, <laughs> almost, wait. can't almost, wait for that. Well, almost to the permit. Well, <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere, though, you know? Yeah. So, But, I mean, there's actually something else in your, like, uh, age group of people who are, like, you know, in the graduating ish class that are yeah. like, there's a lot of people that don't have licenses and it's, yeah. I mean, well, I've know. seen people that are 19 without a license and I know somebody who's 25 that doesn't have one. Well, I definitely want to get my license be- before at least 19. Yeah. <laughs> I want to drive around and stuff, but yeah. there's nothing wrong with, you know, some people don't and don't want to, and some people don't even need to. Dude, I would pretty much trade a license to be as good at playing an instrument as you are though <laughs> oh dude that's that's still pretty big dude i'd rather i think i'd rather have a car but you know i mean it i i just really enjoy playing it and playing it with people and sometimes i get nervous i'm like you know there's a line of you know when do you be flashy and when do you just stay back a little bit mm-hmm. and i i definitely struggle with that sometimes because sometimes i go on stage and i tell myself i'm like i'm just gonna relax mm-hmm and then I'm like, and yep. like, just start doing stuff that I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> yeah. And that's just one of those experience things like you we know. were talking about earlier. The more experience you have, the more you'll yeah. find out like, oh, this is where the flashy bits fit yeah. in best. And you this know? is where you shouldn't do it. You yep. know, it's like a conversation, you know, you got to let other people talk, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I, you know, when other, when someone is playing a lead, I try to play really simple while they're playing a lead and then, 
you know, when it's your turn, you know, do whatever you want. Yep. But it's like, don't talk over somebody. I think you and I are starting to figure out that in the background of Jesse's music yeah. really well. Because like, when I have to play by myself, it's like, I play a lot of bar chords up the neck from where Jesse's playing. Yep. And then I try to play a lot of fills in between mm. all the stuff where the words aren't. So that way, if he's not singing, then it's like, yeah. well, here comes some leads you or whatever. You take away from the words. Yeah. You know. But now that you're playing there, it's like, I don't have to play like nearly as many leads because you can play all these grace notes on the bass in between mm -hmm. there. So I can just worry about playing mostly bar chords. And then when it's time to solo, I'll take a solo, you know, mm -hmm. like, so it's kind of like we take pressure off of one another in that right. sense. And I feel like that's something as the more we play together, the better we're getting at. Yeah, it. Yeah, I know? think we're really good together, man. You know, sometimes you'll be like, oh, and play a solo. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm just like, oh, I, I, I'm not sure what to do on this particular song. Or even, I don't think a bass solo would sound good on this song. I don't think it matters. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, some people say bass isn't a good lead instrument. You know, I mean, I, I saw, I, I'm like, that's bullshit, man. Yeah, I mean, Brad would beg to differ. Yeah, exactly. Brad, I mean, you know, and look at all these big bass players that have gotten pretty big from playing lead-ish bass parts. Like, or Flea. Yeah, you know, it would be a good example. Because, Flea, Flea would beg to differ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, everyone talks about Flea. You know, he's like the bass player you talk about. Yep. You know, he's like the most mainstream, really good bass player. And, you know, it's important to stay in the groove and in the pocket when you're playing bass, but it, you can also play leads with it. Mm -hmm. You know, like like Victor Wooten plays solo by himself, no one else, just him and his bass. Yep. <laughs> and, he wows people with it. Yeah, absolutely. But he also knows how to play it normally, mm -hmm. you know, and you got to find the line. Yes. To yeah. To do both of those things. And like you said earlier, Jam Night in Barnum's a great place to figure it that is. out. Because no is. one's going to just like turn around and be like, you suck, quit it. Yeah, you know, I've never just... seen that there. No, no. I mean, like there's sometimes where people get frustrated with one another there. Oh, yeah. But it all, a lot of that just comes back down to we're trying to figure out each other's styles and figure out how it fits yeah. together, you know, like and communication is like important. Yeah. Yeah. You know? True. Especially like, you know, with a drummer, Yeah, you know, like let's say, and I'm not saying this to anyone in particular, it's just like a situation. Like let's say a really bad drummer comes up, right? That'd be like me. I've done, oh. <laughs> and I've done, I've done it before. I know exactly where you're going with this. Well, there's like nothing wrong with, you know, playing something simple. Like if you don't, you don't know many things, but sometimes someone will go up and they, they just, they they don't know what the tempo of the song is and yep. they, they keep doing the same thing and then the singer has to slow down or everyone else has to slow down then fast again and then slow again yeah that I, can be frustrating yeah you know but um you feel the tempo accordion a whole bunch yeah, and it's, and it's yeah. not supposed to but like you should always so i feel like you should tell someone when you shouldn't be doing it but don't be mean about it it's yeah like, oh you you should probably slow down a little bit man or yeah listen you know but don't be like you're trash dude yeah get off uh, and the, yeah like you said there's none of that there as yeah, there's far none as of that you there. know as far as i've ever seen and once again the person that's probably the best at being tactful with that kind of stuff is probably jeremy over yeah he you is. know he's always been the best it's just like hey we're in this key or whatever yep, he's really like, good but he knows how to you know help other people be good too in yes the song. oh my gosh yeah uh, once again, it's a, it's a great community of people to sit around and play in, and yep. and you know I'm I'm really glad to have you there because like like I said if you know if it wasn't for you being there I don't know if I'd be playing leads with Jesse and you'd be playing the bass I think mm -hmm. it would still be me playing the bass 
for some reason with Jesse, <laughs> you know, and, and Dan Blair playing the leads. I don't know, you yeah. know, so. Well, I would love to see you play bass again. Uh, and the day that happens, it's going to be revolutionary. Maybe you'll have to give it a whirl sometime, you know. That'd um, be nice. We did actually take your bass apart. We were going to modify it a little bit and then yeah. realize the parts we had weren't going to. Didn't work. Weren't going to fit. So we went a different route and put it back together. And uh, yeah, so we're going to. Damn go, it. We're going to go round two on that sometime <laughs> here, though. We're going to go round two. I'll find something to put in there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But uh, we got about an hour in here. We talked pretty much so. Yeah, we did. A little bit about your basics on how you got to be as good as you are. And guess what, everybody? There's no secret. It's play a lot and practice a lot. You know? <laughs> Preach. <laughs> yeah. Every time I ask people that, I feel dumb. It's just like, how'd you get so good? Well, I play a lot. Oh, it's, I just played. Yeah, a lot, you know? Yeah. And then, the other, you know, you like playing. So it, it's not work when you like doing what you're doing. No, it's you know? not. It's fun. Do you ever get really frustrated with yourself and just like, I suck, I'm not going to play anymore today? Or uh, yes. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're playing, uh, like I record videos sometimes, yep. like on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen And them. I'll post like covers or whatever. And sometimes like, uh, the, <laughs> I tried to play the song um, Hair by Larry Graham or Graham, um, Graham Central Station. And uh, it took me about 50 tries to get the song. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, I, don't, I just found it really difficult. And I fucked up my finger so bad. I was bleeding on the strings. But I, <laughs> I, I kept playing it until I got it. And I finally got this attempt. And it was pretty good. And then like halfway through the recording, my phone died and didn't save. So oh, I, no. I put the bass away and I didn't play anymore. And I got really pissed off. <laughs> but stuff like that does happen uh yeah yeah well i'm sorry it did happen i'm sorry to laugh in your face about it too but <laughs> it's funny dude it's it, funny it is funny after the fact when it's happening it's not not funny. when it's happening no but <laughs> but it you know it's a funny thing you know but if you're determined enough you can do it i feel like that's a thing for anything when i was giving yeah. guitar lessons people were just like my fingers are too big or my fingers are too small yeah. or i don't have something dirk a dirk a dirk it's like but if you want to you can absolutely um case in point me i'm not a very I, I will have to say i'm pretty okay at playing guitar you're you're pretty good dude i'm not like amazing or anything but a lot of it was a lot of work on my part mm-hmm. i had to really 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 work at it to get as good as i was mm-hmm. i'd be embarrassed to tell you how many hours i've put into being not good at the guitar until i finally like got good well that's you know? that's a lot more hours for anybody you know i was shit for a long time <laughs> i mean that's it is what it is. So, mm. oh man. Well, I'm glad you joined me on the on the podcast today. You Thank know? you for having me, Peter. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, is there anybody, anything I missed, or you want to give me shout outs or anything? Uh, uh no, no. All right, all right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Shout out to Eric Lee. There yeah, check yeah. out one of his shows, Suddenly Hollow. Definitely. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, the kid's an up-and-coming beast. Yes, he is. For sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, or just swing out to a jam night and watch us all play and yes. goof, goof around a bunch. Um, it's pretty pretty wild how good it sounds and we're just goofing around for the oh, most yeah. part. So For the most part, it sounds good. Yeah. 90% yeah. of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, man. We'll check you later. All right. See you, man. Oh, snap. I tell you what, uh, I listened back to some of this episode, and Owen just makes me smile so much. The kid is so much fun. Uh, and like I said, he's he's an absolute monster on the bass guitar. And, uh, you know, those going to those jam nights has kind of taught me there are some youngsters out there. When I say youngsters, uh, well, I'm, 
I'm actually, you know, starting to age a little bit. I don't want to admit it, but it's kind of fun to see these youngsters up and coming and playing instruments because, you know, we talked about it a little bit in this podcast. There's not too many people playing instruments, but the ones out there that are doing it, holy cow, they're insanely good. Uh, I mean, we're talking about Owen himself, uh, Eric, you know, and I've run into a couple other youngsters at jam nights, and that's not to dis- discount, you know, me or anybody else my age playing instruments, but... You know, music's not dead. It might seem like it here and there, but it's not dead. Uh, Owen is, like I said, he's just such a fun guy. He's got a great positive attitude. He's always smiling. The kid's quick as a whip. So if you're going to, you know, try and smack talk him a little bit, you better have about two or three comebacks ready because the kid is just funny. He's got something fun to say about just about everything. He likes goofing around and having a good time. And he's just an all-around good presence to have at jam night and, uh, and beyond. You know, like I said, we play with Jesse Wilson music and, you know, it's really fun to have him there, and, and I think the only thing he lacks um, musically is just stage experience, and when he has that, I'm not sure he's going to stick around. I mean, the kid the kid is literally, if he just sticks with it, he's like, you know, world touring quality bassist, and I'm not, I don't, that's not, that's my opinion, but I don't think that's an exaggeration by any means. The kid is just absolutely insanely good, so, uh, you know, check him out, like I said, check him out at a jam night, check him out at a Jesse Wilson show. Uh, I've heard rumblings that he might or might not start playing some bass here or there with some other people just for fun, uh, you know, so check out that Northern Iowa music scene. We've got some some absolute monsters up here playing music, and, you know, like I said, Owen is just such a fun guy. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he knows this, but when he's not around, I've never heard a negative word about him. As a matter of fact, everyone just always talks about how much we love him. Uh, the kid is just so much fun. And, uh, you know, we talked before and after the podcast, and we were doing some, some work on his bass before the podcast, and, you know, after the podcast, we are hanging out a little bit, and it's just kind of one of those fun things I, I, I never ceases to amaze me the older I get that I can learn stuff from everybody, um, not just musically, but, you know, mentally and uh, cognitively. Uh, Owen has such a good head on his shoulders for how young he is, and I don't know if I would have that good of a head on my shoulders if I had his talent at his age, so... You know, he's just one of the good guys. He really is one of the good guys out there. So, Owen, oh, if you're listening back to this, uh, hats off to you. All I have to say is literally everybody in the music scene that you've encountered absolutely loves you. Not just because you're great at bass, but because of who you are as a person, too. So keep it up. Uh, you're an awesome kid, man. And uh, it's, it's awesome to just be able to share the stage with you. It's really, really fun. I, I seriously have such a blast with him. There's some videos out there hanging out somewhere of us at jam nights and we're just like dancing around and goofing off while we're playing guitar and bass and it's it's pretty fun we're getting really good at playing off one another and just goofing off and having a good time because that's really what it's all about when you're playing music so uh yeah check out all of his stuff it's uh you know he's got a little bit of stuff on his facebook page but otherwise he plays live at jam nights and with jesse wilson and maybe with a few other people coming up here so Check him out while you still can, because like I said, when he graduates, I, I, I mean, that kid can go just about anywhere he wants to with his talent. So hats off to you, Owen. If you guys are looking for more Audible Farm goodness, go to audiblefarm.com. You can find links to literally everything Audible Farm has there, including the Patreon page, which is $1 a month. That's $12 a year, and you get all the video versions of the podcast. Not just those little clips that get posted on our YouTube channel. I mean, I'm talking full versions. But yeah, $12 a year. It's $1 a month. It's... Uh, it is what it is. If you guys are looking to support monetarily, you can also check out the Audible Farm shop. I only have one hoodie left. It's a small, 
hit me up. I'll sell you the hoodie. Um, I'll be at shows. I'll be dragging it around in, in the merch box trying to trying to sell that one last hoodie. It's getting warm out. I don't know if I'll get more hoodies in. I've had people asking for them. Maybe I will. Um, I might wait till fall. But I do have uh, some possible new t-shirt designs coming in too. So check out the shop for that. Otherwise, if you want to support non-monetarily, this is the best way to do it. Like the page. Like, like the post. Like... Um, like the videos on YouTube, you know, share the content, uh, give me a review somewhere, give me a review, give, give Audible Farm a review, um, you know, that's literally some of the best things I can see is when people comment on, on the posts or comment on the videos or the podcast, wherever they're listening, and, and I get to see what they think of the podcast or what they think of the guests, you know, that feedback just makes me smile so much, lets me know that I'm doing something right and that people are enjoying listening to the conversations that I'm having with the guests that I'm bringing on. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, this week was a great one. I hope to have just more awesome guests coming in. I've had a few lined up that I've had to kind of scoot around, and um, times are, you know, it's not as easy to make the times up with some of these people. But we're going to, I've got a few people in mind, and I'm dancing around some dates to try to get some, some episodes recorded. So keep in contact for some of that. There's going to be some good episodes coming up. And, uh, hey, I just got to say thanks for listening to this episode. And I'm going to say thanks once again for uh, to Owen for sitting down and talking with me. Owen, you're always welcome back to sit down and talk. If you got anything on your mind, hop on back. Let's chat a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week. I will be back next week with another episode. Peace.